This is Fragalicious, and you're listening to KCOU Columbia 88.1 FM. Attention, everybody, stop what you're doing. It's time for KCOU The Unwritten Rule, a comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri. Alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren, here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the 2022 KCOU The Unwritten Rule NFL Mock Draft installment number what, two? Volume two. two. Second annual. Yeah, volume two, second annual mock draft. Um, for those who participated, um, you you know where your pick is. You know your pick is in already. Um, and we're going to go through, and we're not wasting any time here. We're going to just reveal... You know, one by one, who everyone picked. We thank everyone um, for their participation. For their, yeah, their participation for making the picks and helping make this happen. Uh, before we dive into the first overall pick, which was made by our own Kenny Van Doren, of course, we have to introduce our special guest, who's going to provide some some nice analytical knowledge. He is the NFL draft maestro. It's of course Mr. Jacob Infante, who we had on last year. He's joining us via cellular transmission. Infante, are you excited to to see who your comrades picked um, for the second edition of the KCOU mock draft? Most certainly. Uh, I'm grateful to be on. Unfortunate, I couldn't be there in the studio with you fellows, but uh, very, you know, grateful to be on here. I love doing this, and I uh, I'm grateful to be able to talk draft with you guys for sure. How how, how grateful, grateful are you, buddy? Are you, um, Jacob Infante? I'm, I'm, is from the Windy City Gridiron, the Draft Wire, and what's what's the show? KCOU, the Rough Draft. The Rough, the rough draft. draft. He's also the sideline reporter for um, the Toasters. Yeah, that's yes. a, that's a side. It's the basketball team. Hey. Yeah, that's my. Uh, that's the thing I Jacob. do. Jacob, Jacob, are yeah. you in a tornado right now? <laughs> is this a wind tunnel? It's a windy. Yes, it is outside. I'm going to my uh, car as we speak. Not the most ideal conditions for radio, but alas, we make it work. So. Jacob, uh, you're going to be offering us analysis, you know, on any pick that you see fit. You know, probably every player that's going to get drafted this year. So just chime in, tell us what you know. Uh, you have about five picks in this draft that you'll talk about too, as well. So uh, before we start, uh, last year Peyton tweeted every single pick, all 32 with a GIF. I got to be honest with y'all, I, I can't do that. Oh, that, that was yeah, that, that was bad. You're going to have to do it forever. Peyton didn't look up from his phone the whole time because he was just typing I constantly. I was typing the whole time. I thought I could do it. It is not at all. We can. Yeah, we'll tweet a list we'll after the show. The list. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We'll okay. tweet the full order after the show. Uh, okay. Before we get into the draft phone number. 573. Did you tweet it? I did tweet it. Okay. Five seven three five five seven five one three four. Yeah, I tweeted it. Okay. okay, and I have our ox is being used for Infante's uh, call, oh. so we're gonna try this. See how it sounds. Perfect. Sounds like a plan to me. There yeah, you go. it sounds good. So okay, uh, without further ado, play the jingle again. Again. With the first overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars, via myself, Kenny Van Doren, of the Unwritten Rules, select Ikim Ekwanu, offensive tackle from the North Carolina State. First of all, great school. Russell Wilson's alma mater. False. Uh, but so, yeah. This um, is not so, expected. Yeah, this was kind of like just an out-of-nowhere pick. I was trying to spice, not spice it up, but just put another player out there. Uh, they do have two good offensive linemen uh, with the Jaguars, but I saw, I looked this up. Uh, two of the last three years, the Jaguars have taken a defensive or an edge rusher in the first round. And so I wasn't thinking, you know, why would they just jump on Aiden Hutchinson again? I know these are some of like generational talent that you can call here in Kayvon Thibodeau. But I like Ikem Ikwanu. Uh, his name is actually after Ikem uh, Mefuna from All Things Fall Apart. It's a book about... Um, like an African culture, so that that's cool. his name. So that's very cool. So he, yeah, we heard about yeah. it on the radio, and I've known that. So this is a guy that I think could bolster that Jacksonville line, bring some more protection to uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and uh, if I may pitch in here, so uh, adding on to the thing, things fall apart uh, line. There's a guy in this lot in this class with the last name Okonkwo. So uh, there's a little bit of a, a further tie with that book that I read uh, my sophomore year of high school. I read but, sophomore year of high school too. 
I did not. Oh, nice. I, yeah, yeah, did chance, we go, I have not yeah, did we go to the same school? No, but uh, Okonkwo is ah. Ike Mifuna's uh, father. Ooh, okay. Ah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, next pick. There you go. Okay, Peyton Jingle, your turn. Oh, wait. Yep. With the second overall pick, the Detroit Lions via Columbia, Missourian, and uh, spirited Detroit Lions fan Joseph Baudet, the Lions select Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame. Ooh. We don't have to applaud after all. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Hamilton, a lot of people think he's really the best overall player in the draft. He did get hurt at the end of last year, but I think no matter where he goes, that's a slam dunk pick. You're getting probably someone that will develop into a top-end safety in the league. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I I think with the, these first two picks especially, it's you know deviating from the norm a little bit. I think uh, just to touch briefly on Aquanu, I think uh, I do have Evan Neal as my top offensive tackle, but Aquanu's not that far behind, so I can't knock that pick by any means. I think he's a mauler with insane athletic ability. And as for Hamilton... I also think the value here is really good. It's just it's a little bit different from what you normally see. Just a matter of how high are you going to pick a safety? How much stock do you keep in that from a positional value standpoint? But I think he's an incredible player. If you're looking for size, ball skills, mobility, physicality, tackling ability, he has it all. All right. Going to three. With the third pick in the 2022 Unwritten Rule NFL Draft, the Houston Texans, by way of Houston native and noted Toaster's assistant coach, Zach Hernandez. The Houston Texans select Aiden Hutchinson. The edge from Michigan is an ad. Just started playing on my phone. Um, Aiden Hutchinson. There we go. Pick three to the Texans. I new mean, yeah. Uh, new, the only thing I throw in about here, I don't think. I think one of the, the first round picks of the Texans should get traded. Yeah, if um, we did trade downs, this is a pick I really think would get traded down. But, There's, yeah, they, they can just – the position need is everything, so might yeah. as well just build up what right. you can. Uh, fourth pick. Uh, with the four, fourth pick, uh, the New York Jets via Tyler Kading of – what's the show called again? The draft. The rough draft. The rough draft. Uh, select Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama. There we go. We're just rolling and on. And if I can, yeah, go I ahead. can pitch in here, I think these are two very good value picks. I think Hutchinson's the best player in the class. So I generally agree with trading down from three if you're the Texans, but if Hutchinson's there, I think he's the guy to get. Uh, as for Neil, I get, like I said, he's my top tackle in this class. I think you can't go wrong with him or Aquanu, but I think Evan Neal's the type of guy, if you want to seriously invest in Zach Wilson, you got to build an offensive line for him. And I think that it, Evan Neal's a fantastic addition. Him and Mekhi Becton, if Becton's yeah. able to stay healthy, that's a really good tandem at offensive tackle for this team. Yeah, I think yeah. that's intriguing as well. But moving on. Moving on. Number five. With the fifth overall pick, uh, friend of the show, uh, Zach Berman, uh, selects for his New York Giants, Charles Cross, offensive tackle for Mississippi State. There you go. Charles Cross to Mississippi State. And with the sixth overall pick, we now move to our first Infante choice. Jacob Infante with the Carolina Panthers, if he doesn't mind me announcing his pick, select Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty Infante. First quarterback off the board at six. Of course, Charles Cross going at number five. Yeah, so to touch on Cross, I think this is a bit of a reach at five. Uh, I think that Cross is a talented player, and the Giants have a needed offensive tackle. I just think the value is much better elsewhere. Uh, not a bad pick, but I can't necessarily say it's a great one. Uh, that's just my opinion. I know that, that sounds a little harsh. I just think that Cross needs a little bit more bulking up in his lower half to warrant a top five pick. As for Malik Willis with the Panthers, it's a really tough spot for Carolina because they don't pick after six. They don't pick until late fourth round. So Ugh, uh, wow. you really have to think, okay, is it going to be offensive tackle here or set or quarterback? Because I firmly believe it's going to be one of those two. And with the top three offensive tackles off the board, it becomes a no-brainer. Go for QB1. Malik Willis has the highest ceiling of any QB in this class. Strong arm, elite athlete. A work in progress, sure, but the ceiling is sky high. All right. Well, Malik Willis, first quarterback off the board. Kenny, number seven. 
with the seventh overall pick, the New York Giants via way of Berman again, uh, select Kayvon Thibodeau, Ed Rusher, Oregon. Uh, Berman told me that if Kayvon Thibodeau was taken sixth by the Panthers, he would want Sauce Gardner, so he got the two players he wanted. There you go. Good yeah, picks. Yeah, I think go Kayvon ahead. Thibodeau is really someone people have started to overthink, uh, and I think if he falls to seven, I think he's going to be a player that makes them very happy he fell. But eight. moving on oh. to eight. The eighth overall pick, Kevin the Troll, who has been on the show a couple times, picks for his Atlanta Falcons, Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback, LSU. Derek Stingley going, of course, he, he played he played here against Mizzou a couple years ago, I think, if, I, if, my, if my memory serves. Probably. Infante, what do you, on the team. What do you think of those last two picks? Yeah, so I'll join in here as I'm driving on a brick road like it's the 1700s, but... <laughs> Uh, Derek Stingley, you know, Stingley's weirdly uh, mentioned as a safety in the document. So shame on whoever put I him there. I changed it to corner. It wasn't <laughs> Nolton. Was no, I'm, you? I'm just messing around. But I think Thibodeau at seven's a slam dunk pick. I agree with Peyton. People are overthinking him way too much. Uh, and granted, I don't know firsthand about the effort, the work ethic, but the physical upside is through the roof. He was productive. He constantly pressured the quarterback at Oregon. Uh, I think he's got all pro potential. And then as for Stingley, I think this is a good pick for Atlanta as well. Uh, a little surprised that he was the first corner off the board over Sauce Gardner, but Stingley's incredibly fluid, uh, very good ball skills. If he's able to recapture that 2019 magic, he's a future all pro. There you go. All right, well, moving on with the ninth overall pick, I luckily get the honor of announcing with the ninth overall pick, mine and Peter Camp, who made this selections, Seattle Seahawks, do indeed select no catch-up, just sauce, Gardner, cornerback out of Cincinnati. And, uh, Peter, I have just have to applaud you. I would love sauce mm-hmm. Gardner on this well, team. Where's Peter Camp from? Peter Camp is from Iowa. No, his show. Oh, his show. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, he Plug does it. some show called The Penalty Box. I don't with, know. with you? It's okay, with me, yes. And he made a great pick here, in my opinion. I think I sauce Gardner... Um, could do could do well to improve that that weak secondary. But anyway, number Legion ten, Legion of Boom. Legion of Boom is back. Kenny, number ten, with the tenth overall pick, the New York Jets via way of Tyler Cating once again select Trayvon Walker, edge rusher from Georgia. I go. think both of these picks are very good in the grand scheme of things. I believe that, like I said, Sauce Gardner is my corner one in this class, and that's not a knock on Stingley. I just believe that. Uh, just because Stingley's had injury issues over the last two years, uh, you don't see as much recent tape from him. Whereas Gardner's been phenomenal for Cincinnati, uh, especially this past year. Uh, and you're looking at that, and I think you have a potential shutdown corner who you can shadow against the top receivers for any team. And Trayvon Walker is. He's honestly this class's biggest boomer bust player mm-hmm. from a defensive perspective, in my opinion, because he's a little bit raw, and I think he's got a bit of that tweener size. You don't know if he's going to be kicking inside or playing off the edge. You got to have the right fit for him from a schematic perspective. But you're looking at someone with insane length, insane athletic ability, uh, someone who can rush the passer well, but has such an untapped ceiling in that regard. So I think these are two good picks. Uh, Seahawks need that cornerback one in their secondary and the Jets haven't had a good edge rusher since God, since John Abraham in the mid two thousands. So that's a very long time. So two good picks here. All right, there we go. We move on to number 11, Peyton, who's picking 11 with the 11th overall pick James Marshall, who has no ties to Washington whatsoever. Um, (laughs) This was the only team he yeah. wanted that was left that he wanted. Uh, the Washington Commanders select Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. The first receiver off the board. First receiver off the board. Uh, how should I? How should I address Alex? What what title do we do we dub him? My house at four a.m. Grandson of former Lakers GM. That's right. Grandson of former Lakers GM. He's, he's made an appearance on the show. Alex with the twelfth overall pick. The Minnesota Vikings select Trent McDuffie. Cornerback out of Washington. Oh, the Vikings select another corner. The Vikings this taking... This is like their 12th first-round corner in the last 10 years. Another corner. Infante, um, yeah. quick analysis. Yeah, so the only ties that I can imagine with James Marshall to Washington is he might have potentially been there on a certain January date 
uh, <laughs> just recently, but I think this is a, I think this is a very good pick for Washington. I think they desperately need another receiver alongside Terry McLaurin. Uh, Garrett Wilson's a very good route runner, smooth athlete. I think there's a lot to like with him. Uh, 12 is a bit high for my liking for Trent McDuffie. I agree they could use a corner, but I think there's better uh, value elsewhere at this part of the draft. I think that's a bit of a reach, and you honestly could trade back into the 20s and still get McDuffie. So I understand, you know, there's no trade backs in this situation. So, you know, play the, the board that you're dealt, but uh, McDuffie's a fine player. Don't get me wrong. I think he's going to be a, a good starter in the league. Uh, I just think you can get better value elsewhere this high. Yeah. Alex did message us when he selected Trent McDuffie that hypothetically, if there were trades, I would trade back. There you yeah. Go. That makes more sense. Yeah. No. And I, I, I agree. I think that's, that'd be the right move. Uh, Jordan Davis could be an option here. Uh, I do like, you know, as far as other edge rushers, uh, maybe a George Karlaftis or a Jermaine Johnson. But uh, regardless, you know, not not the best pick, but not one I can like condemn and like scream at the guy for. So it is what it is. It uh, is. Going back to Kevin's pick real quick, he told yeah. me to mention that Derek Singley is not the biggest need that the Falcons need um, at the eighth overall pick. And he fully expects that one of Hamilton, Hutchinson, Neal or Thibodeau will be there in the in the actual draft. He would take any of those three instead of Derek Stingley. Instead of Derek Stingley. All right. Well, we will move on. Number 13. Kenny, I believe you were announcing this pick. With the 13th overall pick, the Houston Texans, via way of my cousin, Nick Dalheim, um, recent graduate of Lamar University for his business masters. Selects Jordan Davis, defensive lineman from Georgia. And he also mentioned that he would trade back if he was the Texans. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, we mentioned one of those Texans picks. Yeah, one traded. of those picks I really do think will be traded. But Peyton. moving on to 14. Go ahead. With the 14th overall pick, via our co-host Jack Knowlton, the Baltimore Ravens select Tyler Linderbaum, center, Iowa, a pick that will make Peter Camp very happy. Will make Peter Camp happy. And Fonte, quick thoughts. Yeah, so as far as Jordan Davis goes, I think that positional value, maybe not the best, but in terms of overall value, it's a good pick. Uh, Jordan Davis, as I'm sure many know who you know have been paying attention to the draft, uh, a freak athlete. He's got really good uh, alignment versatility. He's massive. He's like 6'6", about 340. Also, you know, a freakish athlete, rare uh, pass rushing value as a one tech. So there's a lot to like with him there. Tyler Linderbaum's a guy that has been dropping down boards, and I don't get why. I think that he's easily the best uh, interior offensive lineman in this class, uh, the best center to enter the draft in years. Uh, I think he's a little undersized, but otherwise he does everything perfectly. Great athlete, great technician, very high football IQ. Uh, very good pick for the Ravens, a team that desperately needs a center upgrade. Yeah, if I if I can throw my two cents in here just for making this pick, I did when doing my research. Almost every single mock I'm looking at was like Jordan Davis Ravens, Jordan Davis Ravens. I go, okay, clearly that's what the experts think. And lo and behold, I look, and Kenny's cousin took my pick. But um, yeah, I think the the Ravens center's retiring or leaving. Bradley free, yeah. Bozeman is probably leaving. Leaving. He's, has he signed anywhere yet, Jacob? Has Bozeman signed anywhere? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Has Bradley Bozeman signed anywhere? Uh, he yeah, he signed with, yeah, he signed with the Panthers. Okay, Panthers, then, yeah, that's right. That's so, yeah, he's gone, and so, you know, they need offensive line and center replacement help. Yeah. So I figured we'll go with Tyler Lind- uh, Linderbaum, yes. and he's just got a fun name. So, like, you can't, you can't go wrong there. Okay, rounding out the draft, or our first half of the draft, last two picks. Kenny, go ahead with number 15. It's actually your turn, but with the 15th overall pick, the Philadelphia Eagles, oh, via way of Jacob Infante, our, our guest today, um, the Eagles select George uh, Karlaftis, edge from Purdue. There you go. Oh, yeah, Ow. 16. Yeah. Peyton, go. Also, via our resident draft expert, Jacob Infante, at 16, the New Orleans Saints select Jameson Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. Infante? Yeah, so yeah, you breaking down my yeah, breaking down my own two picks here. So I understand that Karlaftis might not go this high, and there's another edge rusher that I'll get to later uh, that will probably go higher than Karlaftis. But I have Karlaftis higher on my board. I got to stick to my gut. Uh, 
insanely powerful. Uh, just the sheer explosiveness he's able to generate in his lower half is unreal to me. Uh, powerful hands, only continuing to get better. Uh, high ceiling, high floor type of guys. So I think that's a really good value for the Eagles. And then as for the Saints, Jamison Williams is currently recovering from a torn ACL. So this is a little bit more of a long-term play, but let's face it, the Saints aren't trying to win right now. They're not nearly in the right state of mind, you know, the right state of the roster to be able to do so. Uh, but Williams is an explosive athlete, one of the best route runners in this class, get the ball in his hands. It's going to make some serious plays. So uh, I think that's a good value and a good compliment for Michael Thomas. And for those that thought Infante's voice kind of went down, he was in a McDonald's drive-thru, and that's why he was trying to be quiet. <laughs> uh, kick it to a break. <laughs> okay, yeah, with that, we'll kick it to a quick break. We are halfway done with the draft. When we come back, we'll take a bit of an audible to do quick hits uh, and all the usual stuff, and then we'll come back with the second half of the draft a little bit later on with Infante as well. Again, thanks to everyone who's made their picks so far. And, uh, yeah, we will be right back with more. The Unwritten Rule it is currently 3.21 Central Standard Time. Here on KCOU 88.1 FM, we'll be right back. Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. All right. It's the better version of Float On. It's the better version of Float On. Modest Mouse does not know how to make songs. Uh, we are currently on. in the middle of our mock draft special. However, we cannot, you know, we can't not do our normal, um, regularly scheduled programming. Oh, you thought quick hits of, was going yeah, away? Yeah, quick hits can't, quick hits can't leave. Man, we'll, we'll try and go, I guess you can call these hit and runs this week, uh, you know, like the baseball term, the baseball term. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> because, you know, we gotta move quickly. Uh-huh, yeah, we'll, we will move quickly. Um, <laughs> we have Infante joining us for quick hits as well. He's gonna help us with the spelling bee. Um, first thing, Jersey of the Week. I did it this week. Um, it's a jersey. We, we, because of the mock draft, we wanted to go football-related. Me, Peyton, and Kenny collectively kind of poor on our part. None of us have a football, actual football jersey down here with us. I don't own one. I don't own one, period, either. Uh, it's actually up here for me, but yeah, I took sorry. all mine back. Sorry. Uh, at least Peyton has a Super Bowl champion's chief shirt on today. Pey- Peyton I does do. have a chief, has Super Bowl champ's chief shirt, and then I Despite went... Despite the fact I do not like the Chiefs at all. Because I'm cheap, and I didn't want to buy a super expensive jersey, I have a Joe Burrow shirtsy on. Of course, former number one overall pick, now a, a stud with the Cincinnati Bengals, just took him to Super Bowl. Joe Cool. We love... He's so cool. He is neat. He's, he's so cool. Uh, a um, swell fella. But yeah, it's you know fits well. It's comfy. It's the black one. It has the Super Bowl logo on it. So fun time. Shout out Joey B. All Next right. Three. Uh, spelling bee time. Off the document. Okay. I am off it. All right. Uh, Infante will be going last since he already knows how to spell all these players' names. Uh, but first off, Kayvon Thibodeau. Oh, the the so, category is first round picks. First round right? picks. Do you want to go, or should I? I never really want to participate in this, but I am forced. Go. To look embarrassed. So it looks like you're going first, then. So I have to spell his first name? Yep. Kayvon Thibodeau. Yep. K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A. Yep. Yeah. Y. Yeah. V. Mm-hmm. Yeah. O. Yeah. N. Yeah. Okay. T. No. I. No. Nope. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you made it through his first name. I genuinely thought you might forget the I'm line. getting cooked. So Kayvon Thibodeau. T-H-I. T-H-I, Tib, B, O, D, E, A, U, X. Yep. Well on done. That was, a, that, was, that was a good collaboration, Ooh. I think. Next you one. You got the on. I got the on. Yeah. Ikim Ikwanu. Oh, okay. you got this. You, you saw it earlier. It. I did. I did. I was literally reading I about think him you can, like all morning. You can sound this one out and get it. So it's Ikem. So I. Yes. K. Yes. E-M. Yes, mm-hmm. Ekem. Down. And then la- so say the last name again. Equanu. Equanu. E. Yeah. K. Yes. W. Yeah. H. Ah. Is it A H? No. So Ekem Equanu. I K E M. Ekem Equanu. Um. E K. O. No. Oh, God, I forgot the W. 
E K W O N U. Yeah. Oh. Uh, next player, Traylon Burks. Oh come on, you got this, Nolan. Um, I got you. you got this one. T. Yes. R. Yes. A. No. Oh. oh E. Yes. Y. Yes. Yeah. L O N. Yes. Is it B O R B U R K S? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ahmad Gardner is the last one. S A U S. Period. <laughs> ding ding ding! I win. Do you want to give this one a legitimate go? Sure. Um, Ahmad A H. Yeah. M. Yeah. A D. Yeah. S A U S in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. G A R. D N E R. Yep. That one was pretty easy. Yeah, that was, it was kind of yeah. hard. <laughs> there we go. We're in a lot of complex names yeah. this year. Best beat of the week. Thanks for the help, Jacob. Garrett, <laughs> did he text you? No. Uh, no, I, I didn't contribute in any way. I was hoping to be thrown one, but... You already uh, know them. I know. I, I was hoping you'd give me like a Chigoja Mokongwo or something. Whoa. Just let He's me not in the first round. Tell him, what is that... Oh, uh, oh. Who's the guy from, the tight end from uh, Oregon State that has the weird name? Spell his name for me. Tegan Quatoriano. Yes. Uh, T-E-A-G-A-N. Is that right? Oh, wait, we can check. Tegan. Keegan or Tegan? It's Tegan. I got it. I got it up. You got Tegan, right? Tegan. Okay. Q. Yes. U-I. Yes. T. Yes. O. Yes. R. Yes. I. Yes. A-N-O. Yep. Correct. You Sheesh. got it. Let's go. Go off. All right. Best beat. That'll do it week. for the spelling bee. Best beat of the week. Garrett Wilson, first wide receiver off the board, plus 135. You know why, folks? He went first in the unwritten in the rock. Rock. Yeah, so, so he's yep, going he's first. Definitely going yep. first in the real one. Dirty bird of the week. Any NFL bird with a first round pick. Ah. Uh, uh, Which is all of them. Uh, uh. Uh, no, the dirty bird of the week is actually the hawk that was on inside the NBA during the playoff coverage. But... <laughs> I had to make it NFL-centered. Yeah. Uh, best thing I learned this week, Aiden Shaw practiced with the possible rookie of the year, Cade Cunningham. Most, most likely. Say, but, your, Kenny, say your joke. The thing about it, uh, yo, Cade, uh, what do you call a clever pig, Cade Cunningham? But no, but really, really. It's I think a rib that's, tickler. Yeah, I think that's really awesome. Uh, that is cool. Kids don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> Why? Keep Sounded going, like Aiden. a disembodied voice. Uh, Aiden Shaw, the sky's the limit. Um, if he's getting work in with the rookie of the year, I mean, boy, the expectations. Sky, sky high. high. Don't search his name. Uh, Peyton, next <laughs> thing. You got it. Uh, what I learned this week, karma is very real, folks. Uh, so here's what it was. Bulls, Bucks, in a tight oh series right now, tied 1-1. Uh, earlier this year, Grayson Allen, dirty cheap shot on Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso was out for two weeks. Um, and then, what happens this past Wednesday, Nolton? Who got hurt? Who got hurt? Chris Middleton. Oh, He's out for a month. Chris Middleton is out for the rest of the series. And you know what the Bucks did the day after they, you know, knocked uh, Alex Caruso, Caruso out for a few weeks with injury? Tweeted, good morning, Bulls fans, with a gif of Grayson Allen eating Didn't a say donut. Bulls fans. And they shouldn't have deleted the tweet. But you know what? I'm sorry. Karma is real, and Chris Middleton is out, and now you have to go to Chicago. Oh, no. And for what it's worth, uh, the Bulls tweeted out, the same thing, good morning, and it was Caruso uh, hitting a shot in Grayson Allen's face. Good. We're not going to win the series at all. Bing bong! I do not believe it, that. But this is an embarrassing series for the Bucks. They could win the next three, and that's an embarrassing series. I don't really agree with that, but that's fine. You let the I'm, Bulls I'm gonna, beat you! It's, I, never, I was never on the sweep train. I never thought the Bulls were going to sweep, or the Bucks were going to sweep the Bulls. I don't know how you could have thought that. The Bulls played so bad. Okay, I'm doing my I'm doing my what I learned this week now. Chris Middleton out for a month. I will let the game tonight do the talking when we win by 40 in the United Center. Um, I learned uh, this week that Garrett Cole is really charitable. So um, for those who don't know about this, um, basically an account called New York Porch Sports tweeted that Garrett Cole promised an underprivileged school that he would donate 600 MacBooks 
if he went over two two innings tonight, the Yankees ace went an in, like an inning and a quarter before he got pulled. What was the number? Two thirds. Two thirds. Was it two three? Two innings. Uh, no, no, no. And we're saying like how many? Because there's no quarters of innings. It was one point two innings. Yeah, two thirds. Yes, two thirds. Yeah. Yes. Um, but the, so that account, which is like that's just objectively kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I kind of it kind of made me think of the um, Scott's Tots episode of The Office where he brings him. He promises him tuition, but he brings him batteries for computers. Um, but it gets better because then on a Los Angeles Angels broadcast, someone found the tweet and told the broadcasters on air, and they unironically, unsarcastically thought, thought it was true and started and repeated the fact. And they were like, well, it was a really nice gesture. He only went 1.2 innings before yeah. getting pulled by the Yankees. And I just think that's hilarious. The internet remains undefeated. I don't know how you you look at New York Porch Sports and I literally I clicked on their Twitter on this tweet I had never heard of him before and it says first word in their bio is parody account. Mm-hmm. Is it, like it, their logo looks like the New York Post, Post, but it's yellow. But it's yellow. Maybe they got confused. But I just think, oh man. So yeah. shout out the Angels. They're they're um they're the dirty birds of the week, even though they're. Not a bird, but whatever. I got wings. Uh, ratio of the week. I couldn't find an actual tweet. Uh, I found a few different ones of somebody just ratioing this guy named Big Sarge of Houston Style Magazine. Um, he said on a radio show on Sports Talk 790 in Houston that Michael Brantley, you take Michael Brantley over Mike Trout any day of the week due to Trout being injured last season. Wait. Oh, that's right. You did tell me about this. <laughs> I know I'm coming from a very outside baseball perspective, but that so, seems so, dumb. So is Big Sarge. Um, ah, I see. So why is he talking about things Houston, he doesn't know? Houston sports fans, Astros fans in particular, are very smart people. Uh, I think this is a well-informed take. I think it makes sense, and I think I agree with it. Uh, Peyton, my I'm dad... I'm not sure why he got raised My dad said, you sound like all the talking heads from last year, rope-a-dope, back-to-back. Oh, Yeah. If the buck the Bucks have no chance if they play the Celtics. Like seriously. Okay. That's they fine. are not beating these Celtics. Who is I say this about every team. You who, have who is the, guarding you have tall Greek man the Bulls in Who's one quarter? Him? Who's guarding one quarter him? has been Marcus Smart. Yeah, okay. Defensive Smart. player of the year. Yeah, yeah, all right. Good luck. The Bulls have dominated this series outside of the first quarter Giannis, in game one. Giannis looks at Marcus Smart the way Infante looked at Sobel in that one post game interview for the Toasters. <laughs> I anyway, have to hungry interview. <laughs> Anyway, uh, do we have anything else? That's it. Quick hits. Uh, All right. We will take it to another quick break. When we come back, we will resume the mock draft with Infante's analysis. Uh, Keep listening. It's currently 3.34 Central Standard Time here in Como. We'll be back with more Unwritten. Hey. Yeah. You listening right now to KCOU 8.1 FM. Here, check out this sneak peek of what to expect on Cup of Bro. So if you had to give it like a flavor profile, would you call it like a Tahiti sunrise or more like a San Francisco fog? Um, I would say it's almost like a San Francisco dusk. It's not just flavors. We got sports too. From Wisconsin, Tyler Hero, <laughs> uh, the man, the myth, the legend. So join us Fridays at 11 a.m. Welcome back, everybody, to the Unwritten Rule here on KCOU 88.1 FM. We're going to get right back into the swing of things. Jack Nolden, Kenny Van Doren, and Jacob Infante, Mr. Draft Analysis himself, uh, back Mr. with you guys. Mr. Draft Analysis himself. I don't know. What other, what other titles should I, I, should I give him? I just think that's a great title. Mr. Draft Analysis. You know, mm-hmm. Infante, if you become big and you make that a thing, I get royalties now. Trademarked. No, that's going to be on my grave in five years. <laughs> Don't he's he's a that. very proud he's a very proud boy too. So that's um, with the can you play the jingle yeah, so I can do the seventeenth overall pick? Just go with the seventeenth overall pick. The Los Angeles tar- Chargers via way of Luke Magnanti of Cup of Bro and KCOU. You just heard the selects Devonte Wyatt, defensive tackle, Georgia. Oh, next pick. Next pick, Peyton. Via Jacob Infante with the eighteenth overall pick. 
the Philadelphia Eagles are selecting, oh, Drake London, wide receiver from USC. Surprising because they have Jalen Rager, who is one of the best receivers in football. <laughs> so That was, yeah, noted, noted poor pick from yeah. there. Okay, uh, next up, we also have a pick from Jacob Infante, as I have to, sorry, I have to do one thing first. Um, with the, what are we on, 18? 18th overall pick in the unwritten rule. No, 19. The 19th. New Orleans Saints, picked by way of Jacob Infante, have selected Trevor Penning, who I think I got his college wrong. It's, no, I didn't. It's it Iowa. Iowa. No, it's Northern Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trevor Penning, offensive tackle, Northern Iowa. Infante, you've made two of the last three picks. Your thoughts? Yeah, so with Devontae Wyatt, maybe a little bit high from a value perspective, but I don't hate the pick. I think he's a really good fit for that defense. You've got Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack rushing the passer off the edge. It's going to provide for a lot more opportunities for uh, some interior pressure. And Devontae Wyatt's one of the best interior uh, pass rushers in this class, in my opinion. Then you go to the Eagles. They drafted Devontae Smith. Jalen Rager sucks. But <laughs> uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside is now a tight end. Yeah, Arcega-Whiteside's a tight end. Uh, they took their shot on a big contested catch weapon with uh, J-Jaw in the past, but Drake London is more athletic, offers more value as a deep threat, isn't just a goal line merchant. Uh, I think that Drake London's a very good complement to Devontae Smith and his skill set, give another good weapon for Jalen Hurts, give him a serious chance to be the franchise QB. As for Trevor Penning, that Saints offensive line is pretty good, but Teron Armstead's not there anymore. You have one glaring need at left tackle, which is arguably the most important position with how important, you know, edge rushing is in today's NFL. So Penning is a little bit raw, but you're looking at a guy with incredible size, incredible athleticism, and a nasty edge. I think that uh, if you're looking for a guy to grow into a role, then surrounding him with good talent and then uh, just taking the shot on him in what should be a, a good offensive system with Pete Carmichael taking over after several years under Sean Payton's wing, uh, I think that's a good pick. And two selections for the Saints, him and Jameson Williams, to help boost the offense long-term. All righty. Number 20, Kenny? With well, the 20th overall pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers, via way of Jack Sarkis of uh, Southwest Dining, selects Jahan uh, Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State. And state least player. surprising pick. Yeah, this least block. surprising pick of the draft. For those that don't know, I do he's, like that pick. Yeah, he's, he's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and a Penn, Penn State, State fan. Yeah. So he's, he's got the best of both worlds there. Peyton, 21. With the 21st pick in the unwritten mock, via Chase Madison, the New England Patriots select. Oh, Chase Madison of KOMU, uh, Cup of Cup Bro. Of bro. Yeah. Um, you, you all know him. Uh, you know him. You'll love him. He selects for New England. Nicobe Dean, linebacker, Georgia. All right. And with the 22nd pick of the unwritten rule mock draft, Robbie Lapis of KCOU and fellow Wisconsin native, shout out, um, selects for the Green Bay Packers, Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. The Packers finally draft a receiver. Infante, what are your thoughts on these three picks? Yeah, so I will say that if Pittsburgh passes on Kenny Pickett, I'm sure there's going to be a riot on their hands, but ultimately, I don't know. I mean, Dodson's a good player. I don't think he goes this early. Uh, he's got good hands and very good ball skills, and he's a good route runner, but doesn't have that elite physical upside, at least in my opinion. Uh, I think he's more of a round two pick. Not a bad selection by any means. I just think that you could go a little higher there. Uh, Patriots, Nicobe Dean over Devin Lloyd is a bit of an interesting pick, but I don't hate it. I think you're looking at, you know, it's truly a matter of uh, what you prefer at the linebacker position. Do you want someone who's maybe a little bit smaller, but offers more athleticism and value and coverage, or do you want someone who's bigger and more physical? Uh, Dean is the choice. If you're looking for smaller, quicker guys, uh, as opposed to Devin Lloyd from Utah, but Nicobe Dean should be able to be a quality starter in the league. And then Chris Olave to the Packers, I think that's a dream come true for Green Bay right there. Have the opportunity to take someone who has the potential to step in right away and be a quality contributor. Uh, is he the type of guy you make as a wide receiver one uh, in the long run? I'm not sure. 
but I think he's at least a very good wide receiver too. Uh, and I think with where the Packers are at at that position, they can use all the help they can get. There you go. Uh, I think it's uh, you know fun to notice that the Packers are finally taking offensive weapon uh, for Aaron Rodgers now. Well, they had to. They had to do something. Trade away the best, the best weapon one. he's ever had. Yeah. Well, no, he still has um, Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb. Yeah. Oh, hardy, har, har, yeah, har, so har, har. Robbie, who's from KCOU, he works at KMU as well, uh, chose for the Packers. He's not like the loudest guy in the world, but he had some funny remarks when he was uh, messaging about his selection. <laughs> he saw that uh, Chris Olave wasn't there. He said, oh, baby, snag me a sweet Chris Olave. That's what he said. <laughs> there we go. And then his, his second pick he was pretty excited about too, so we'll get there in a we'll second. We'll get there but, in a second. But meantime, Kenny, are you up? With the 23rd overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals, via way of our guest, Jacob Infante, selects Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher, Florida State. There you go. 24, Peyton. Justin Bear, you will pay for this selection. Uh, but with the 24th overall pick in the unwritten draft, Justin Bear of the penalty box. Nope. Which I co-host whoa, 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 whoa. Nope. Sorry. God, we've said so many show names today. Of starting left bench, which I you're literally him. on the show yeah, with wow. him. Peyton. I know. That's, yeah, that's embarrassing. Uh, you, you Own didn't that remember freak, that you were on the penalty box with Peter. No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, Who's in the hot seat here? He picked Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas. Ooh, a razor for the Cowboys. Back. This was funny though because I was we were doing the draft uh, a few days ago, and I told Peyton I was like, just tell me who you want for the Bills now, and I'll just put it on there. Oh yeah. And then Traylon Burks got taken one pick before. Mm-hmm. I was going to take Trey Lombergs with well, the Bills. Well, with the Bills and the 25th overall pick, Peyton Haverman of the Unwritten Rule, uh, and starting left bench, selected Andrew Booth, cornerback out of Clemson at 25. Should we do 20, 26 real quick and then have Infante get into it? We'll do we'll do 26. Pe- Kenny, 26 pick. The 26th overall pick, uh, the Tennessee Titans via wave via way of... Peyton and I's roommate, Austin McClain, selects Kenyon Green, offensive lineman, Texas A&M. There you go. And, Fonte- and the help of Peyton and Zach. Zach is our other roommate who chose mm-hmm. for the Texans. There you go. Way to go, Austin. If Fonte, quick thoughts on these selections. Yeah, so I'll, I'll start with my own. I'm probably a little biased, but I think that Jermaine Johnson at 23 is a steal. I think you're looking at someone who's risen up draft boards and realistically could go as high as the top 10. Uh, I don't know if he goes that high, but I certainly think it's a possibility. So to get him at 23 is a steal, and Cardinals fans would be doing backflips if that were the case. Uh, you're looking at explosion, uh, great first-step quickness, someone who can convert speed to power, uh, high upside as a pass rusher, room to grow, but uh, put him alongside J.J. Watt, and there's some potential there for sure. The Cowboys taking Traylon Burks is interesting to me because, I mean, obviously – you're looking at you brought back Michael Gallup, but you lost uh, Amari Cedric Wilson. You lost Amari Cooper. You lost Cedric Wilson. So it's a different looking receiver group. And I don't know if the Cowboys take a receiver that high, but I don't hate the value with Burke, who's a physical specimen, just a huge, powerful receiver with uh, great yak ability. He's gotten comparisons to guys like Debo Samuel and AJ Brown. And I think that's for good reason. You're just looking at someone who can make plays in space. Uh, As for the Bills, Andrew Booth Jr. is a very good value. And for a team that's as well-rounded as the Bills, to have a player like Booth alongside Tredavious White, that's very very good for their long-term in the secondary. Uh, Booth might have the best ball skills in this class. He can attack the ball well in the air. Uh, Track it down, borderline like a receiver, also a fluid athlete, so I like that pick. Uh, And then Kenyon Green, I think he's someone who has guard and tackle experience. Uh, I think he's better suited as a guard at the next level. Just a powerful guy. He does a good job of keeping his his center of gravity low, which maximizes how much force he's able to generate. Uh, Good pad level, good short area quickness. Maybe not the most uh, mobile guy out there, but... Uh, he's quick off the snap, so I think he's a day-one starter. I like that for Tennessee. Uh, six picks to go. Yep. Uh, we're going to jump back and forth with Infante every two. Um, yeah, I, I like that he's noted, you know, noting a lot of ball skills, noting a lot of like just different assets that these players bring. Uh, next one up is actually our good friend of ours. Peyton, take it away. With the 27th pick in the NFL draft, 
Uh, where does he work again? Uh, Publix. Publix employee. <laughs> Brandon Lame. Tampa Bay, Florida. From Tampa Bay. Sorry. It, no, it's just um, Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Whatever. Brandon, uh, shout out. We got to get you on the show again. Uh, just stop, stop working. working. At Publix so much. Uh, he selects Zion Johnson, guard, for Boston College. For there the Buccaneers. Go. For the Buccaneers. I and said that. No, you 20... didn't actually say it. He's from Tampa. <laughs> it was implied. And with the 28th pick, Robbie Lapis is again doing a little bit of doubling down here with the Green Bay Packers. Another pick, this time picking Christian Watson from Thank North Dakota State. God, Robbie does not run the Packers. Another, <laughs> that is another absolutely wide receiver. what they should do, but they will it's not do It's two that. receivers in the first round. Infante, what are your thoughts on Watson to the Packers and Zion Johnson to the Bucks? So I'll start with Zion Johnson, and there's a lot of talk that he's going to be the top guard off the board, even over Kenyon Green, which I think is a possibility. So if you're looking at the Buccaneers, who have a really good offensive line, they just have that one left guard spot that's open after the retirement of Ali Marpet. Uh, Johnson's technically sound. He's a coordinated athlete, uh, just does all the fundamentals like very well. So I think you're looking at a potential – High-end contributor, potential pro bowler very early in his career, I believe. And Christian Watson to the Packers after already taking Olave is a strategy that I don't think they'll do, but I don't hate it. I think Watson's a very good fit for that offense uh, for the same reason I think he's also a very good fit for the Bears' offense because Chicago's offensive coordinator uh, comes from Green Bay. But Watson, may, not as uh, precise in his route movements as Chris Olave, but He's 6'4 with 4'3 speed, uh, just plenty and plenty of upside to work with. He's the type of guy I think he's going to go round one. Uh, you're just looking at maybe he's not going to contribute as much as a Chris Olave or a Garrett Wilson, but the ceiling in the long run is sky high. There you go. All right, next couple picks. I don't, I don't know who's up. Peyton? It's me. Kenny? Uh, next pick, the 29th overall pick, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I know all the Missouri listeners. This is your team. Your team. Can- your team. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, via way of Jack Sobel of KOMU, the Missourian, uh, and the overthrow on KCOU selects Sky Moore, wide receiver, Western Michigan. And back-to-back picks. Oh, wow. We're back to Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> In Missouri. Also- only two hours away. Mm-hmm. Hour 45, depending on where you live. It's true. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, we're in Missouri. I know. I'm in Missouri. <laughs> so, Dang. anyways, uh, KOMU reporter slash Missourian beat writer slash uh, overthrow host Jack Sobel for the Kansas City. Short. Wow. Uh, <laughs> selects David Ojabo. From Michigan. From Michigan. Linebacker. Infante, real quick, it's what do you make of Sobel's two picks? Why is he listed as a linebacker? I didn't type it out. It said he was a linebacker when I looked it up. <laughs> you know he's not from the United States? No, he's, uh, he's an, Scottish he's an outside Nigerian, I think. He's an he's outside, an outside linebacker. linebacker so technically, yes, he is a linebacker. But he's, he's an, an edge, edge rusher. rusher. He's an edge rusher. He just said he's an edge rusher. No, he didn't. I Where's know, he from? So... Where is he from? I think it's like, he had said he was, I think, Scottish and Nigerian, yeah. I believe. Whoa, Yeah, Scottish. his... Uh, his Twitter banner is the Scottish flag, and he has That's roots cool. in Nigeria. That's so. awesome. Uh, Scotland. Yeah, so these these two Chiefs picks I like. I think Sky Moore is uh, a dynamic athlete. He's test is he didn't test as well as he looks on tape. If you look at the tape, he's just super dynamic, creative after the catch, surgically precise as a route runner. I think that that aspect of his game doesn't get enough credit. Uh, going to be very tough to fill that Tyreek Hill role, but if they're going to have anyone do it, uh, I think Sky Moore has the best chance out of the people who will likely be available in the late first round. David Ojabo is a guy who would have gone a lot higher if not for his torn Achilles that he had at his pro day, which is very unfortunate uh, because I think he's a very good talent and when healthy, he's easily top 20. You're looking at explosiveness off the ball, flexibility, very good pass rusher. I think he's still a bit of a work in progress against the run, but uh, with the, the roster that the Chiefs have in place, they can afford to take a chance on a long-term pick, and Ojabo's got a very high athletic ceiling. There you go. Spell, spell Sky more. Me? Yep. It's just, spell it. Yeah, just S-K-Y-Y. Okay, you got it. There you go. You got it. All right. 
Uh, pick More number what? 31 will be made by the Cincinnati Bengals. Our good friend Griffin uh, selects for the Bengals. I think it's, is it Boye? Boye. Boye. Boye Mafe? Yes. Boye Mafe, an edge out of Minnesota. Biased. Biased, apparently. Very oh, yeah, biased. Of course, biased for Griffin. And then for 32, round it off, Kenny. Uh, Detroit Lions, the last pick of the first round via way of Joseph Boudot of the Missourians, selects Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. Boudet. <laughs> Boudot. Good lord. Boudot. Not even close. Bude it. <laughs> Give Bude us it. analysis, draft man. <laughs> All right, so these Crap, two picks. Uh, All right, I'm thank you guys for joining us on the Unwritten Rule this week. Uh, Shut up. Good show. Let me speak. <laughs> Hurry so, up. <laughs> the Bengals' Boye Mafe, you're looking at uh, very high physical ceiling. He's a bit of a work in progress, but explosive off the ball, good raw power, a uh, lot to like with him in terms of uh, what he offers in the long run. Uh I do believe that if one of Kenyon Green or Zion Johnson are available for the Bengals, this will be the, that will be the pick. But I think Mafe is a very good consolation prize. And then Devin Lloyd falling to 32, I think, is really good value for the Lions, who you know could use some linebacker help. Lloyd's a uh, tall guy with good size, good athlete, uh, just an overall quality player. I think he's a day one starter for Detroit, and he's a tone setter. On the second level of the defense. We like Tone that term. setter. And with that, that'll round things up for the Unwritten Rule Mock Draft 2022. We thank everyone who contributed again uh, this year. Thank you to Infante for providing all the great analysis. We'll see how right we all are in terms of where all the picks fall. And, um, yeah, I guess that'll that'll round things up for us. Um, Kenny Payton, any, any quick final words? Um, they say... Okay. Uh, and that's that, that'll do it for us at the Unwritten Rule. That we hope everyone has a fun and safe rest of your week. There are adios, amigos.